ever, like, when you guys set up your camp, did you ever string uh, an alarm bell around your camp at any point? No, like, we never went camping, like, in the wilderness wilderness. Like, when we went camping, we would go to, like, campgrounds at a lake or KOAs and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. My, like, because I've... I've done camping in the wilderness wilderness. Not yeah. not many times. I, I could probably count it on one hand. But I, that was not a practice like that I ever was taught. You know, mm-hmm. my my dad was kind of an outdoors outdoorsy guy and you know, he taught me, you know, you string up your food in the in the trees so the bears can't get it. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you 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 know, proper fire safety um mm-hmm. but I never did the bells thing. So no. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we watch a movie and then we take a, a creature, we kind of just stomp all over it with our big hairy feet uh, until it is crunched down into some sort of stat lock. My name is Matt. And I owe Carnosaur an apology. <laughs> we are talking about a movie today that, yeah. that my wife requested. Um, apologies in advance, Penny. Yeah, uh, she's going to be so upset with me. <laughs> We talked. We talked about it a little bit last night, but you um, had to pre-apologize. She, she, she did enjoy it. She did enjoy this yeah. movie. But Chris, what what did you think? Uh, you think I didn't like it. You didn't like this. No, movie? this was a bad time. <laughs> so I I think that you probably disliked it a lot more than I did. Yeah, uh, I I found it tolerable, but um, I do think that this movie suffers a movie sin in that it is boring it is very boring i mean a movie even a bad movie can get away with a lot yeah as long as it's entertaining yeah and this one like i don't think this was a bad movie like there there were definitely parts that were Uh not great but i don't i don't qualify this as bad movie I qualify this as boring movie, and to me, that's so much worse. I would call it a boring bad movie. <laughs> so, differing of opinion, but so uh, what? What we watched? Uh, if you guys hadn't picked up on it, uh, yeah. or I mean, guess I guess listen to last week's episode. We watched the uh, the movie Big Legend, mm-hmm. uh, 2018, I believe, um, directed by. Uh, yeah, 2018. Directed by Justin Lee. Directed and written by Justin Lee, mm-hmm. uh, who's done a number of other smaller movies. Um, I knew exactly two people involved in the production of this movie, and, we'll, and it wasn't any of the, the main characters. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to those. We'll get to the surprise characters here in a bit. Yeah. But um, but yeah, big big legend. Uh, Bigfoot movie. Uh, and I mean... Honestly, the the biggest problem with me was that a lot of the scenes were boring. They were they they stretched on for forever. There's a lot of walking through the woods scenes, mm-hmm. and I mean, fortunately, the movie does get saved a little bit by those scenes. They're pretty. Like the the environments yeah. are very very well, gorgeous. I mean, yeah, it's to up in the at. mountains. Mountains look pretty, especially when there's snow on them like this. And... Yeah, uh, but it, it is a very slow paced movie for most of it. Um, the they do a few jump scares that I don't think land at all. <sighs> Uh, I'm never. I'm not a big fan of just cheesy jump scares yeah. myself, but uh, I, the tension never seemed very high in this movie to me, and uh, it's just it, like it, I said, it's it very dull. And and the movie, I think the biggest thing is it takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't scary enough to be scary, and it wasn't silly enough to be silly. Right. But uh, so that's that's kind of our opinion on it. Uh, honestly, I don't think I could recommend this. I, I it's um, like yeah. I mean, I, if you no. if you want to add it to you, well, it, there, there's a few scenes, and uh, and I'll get to them in a little bit. But um, to me, and I'm not kidding, 
the last five minutes of the movie to me made up for it. But... Like you, you texted me when I was at work yesterday, and you're like, "Yeah, it, it was worth it for the last five minutes." I'm watching this thing, and it's like, "There's no possible way the last five minutes can make up for any of what I'm going through right now." And then, like that last five minutes happens, it's like, "Okay, well, that came out of fucking nowhere." <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was in, I was in stitches it, after the last five minutes. I was so. just baffled i was befuddled by this because it is like so contrary to everything else that's going on in the movie yeah it, <laughs> it comes out of nowhere it comes out of nowhere it really like I, we'll, we'll get to it when we do our full synopsis but like i don't know it feels like we were almost watching like a follow-up movie to something else <laughs> right like and, it's i don't know okay we'll we'll get to that but yeah, yeah. um can't can't i don't know if i can recommend it even if you are a fan of bigfoot movies i think that the cheesier ones are probably there, a lot more entertaining. There are better Bigfoot movies, and there are better bad Bigfoot movies. This isn't the worst Bigfoot movie I've seen. I've seen way too many Bigfoot movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, there, there's better ones out there. Like, if you want an actual, like, mystery that's pretty cheesy but still kind of fun, watch the Boggy Creek movies. Um, if you want something that will, that is so fucking stupid, you'll punch your fist through a TV, watch, uh, To Catch a Yeti, um, don't watch this. <laughs> but, uh, this, this, it had a pretty small cast. Yeah. Um, it, like, I kept drawing comparisons to Sweetheart the entire time I was watching. It's hard not to. It's, it's very Because we've watched both of them now, and, like, it, it, they're both small cast movies that are pretty much set in one location. Two for this movie because there's also that wood paneling room that they shoot every other scene in, and like, is it, there, there, there's similarities, but it, it, to me, it, it really does show why I like Sweetheart more. Sweetheart is definitely the superior film. There's not even like, yeah a, a conversation like about both, that. Both are slow paced, but Sweetheart has a better. Sweetheart keeps ratcheting that tension up the entire time you're exactly. watching it, it's... and this doesn't. It. it just leaves it on like. A three through the entire movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like I said, it was directed and written by Justin Lee, uh, and it stars uh, Kevin Mackley as Tyler Laird. Uh, it's also got uh, Todd A. Robinson as Eli Verunde, or as I call him, my enemy. <laughs> and then uh, Summer Spiro as uh, just simply Natalie, who's who's basically Tyler's fiance she gets fridged quick and uh and then uh scotty Masky as the beast yeah um now, that is one thing that i do have to say about this movie is it does use practical effects i it, can that's a check mark yeah, and it's in it's yeah the I, I i mentioned in my notes that um it the suit doesn't look terrible it looks like um a knockoff chewbacca outfit yeah the, the, and the creature design i didn't i didn't hate it's a Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, it's a Bigfoot. It's it's uh, certainly... We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. that point, but it, I liked it. I liked it. Um, but uh, just a little bit of background. Lee, Mackley, and Robinson have apparently all worked on some other small films, uh, most notably one called Badland, which is, a, from what I read, a subpar Western. Uh, does not surprise me in that regard. No. But, and then uh, I guess uh, Mackley was interested in the part primarily because of his personal belief in Bigfoot. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> uh but hey whatever um so let's go ahead and jump into this uh if we must yeah we must uh th there will be of course spoilers on here um we watched it i guess we we, we watched it on amazon prime video mm -hmm. uh 
think that's just where it lives. I'm not really 100%. I think it might be on Tubi as well. I'm not 100% certain on that. I didn't see it in my... Well, I mean, for free at any rate. Yeah, uh, yeah. Free in quotation marks. But um, but let's just jump into this. Um, this is uh, 2018's Big Legend. Yep. So uh, the movie opens up with Tyler Laird and his girlfriend Natalie uh, setting off camping in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the overlay specifically mentioned says that it's the Gifford... Pinchot National Forest on Mount St. Helens. Uh, we lead with our very first fake-out jump scare that oh, seemed pointless like, and forced. Yeah. But Girlfriend whatever. jump scare. Yeah, like, the, the movie hasn't even built up tension. No, it didn't, we don't this... even... I don't even think we know the characters' names at this point. We know nothing about yeah. them. Other than, I think, at this point, it is established that, that uh, Mr. Laird is planning on proposing to his girlfriend and yeah. that she's a photographer. Other than that, like, there's zero tension. It, the, this jump scare was unearned. <laughs> like, let's just Ugh. say that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we, we learned through context and and one and some one-off lines that Natalie is a photographer of some kind and that Tyler was apparently in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't learn a huge amount more about that until later in the film, but uh, uh, but he is taking her to a remote a remote part of the forest remote. for. Uh, <laughs> He's taking her to a remote. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> no, he's taking her to a remote. <laughs> he's taking her to a remote part of the forest for photo opportunities and then to mm-hmm. hopefully pop the question. Uh, they Throughout all of these scenes, he they keep saying off the grid, and I don't yeah. think they know what they, that well, means. Like, they keep saying, like, we're going off the grid, and then, like, they're worried about people seeing them and... <laughs> yeah like the whole idea was that they wanted to go somewhere that nobody had ever gone before which i, I don't, don't think a national park is necessarily the, well, especially I don't know. when it's later revealed that it's native land people lived there yeah like, no, <laughs> not just native land but private property yeah owned and, by some company we'll, we'll get to we'll get to uh, it later. and but, that was um, <laughs> the, and, and that's that's really where we see the, the problem in the movie the writing in this movie is not there <laughs> it's not great it's it's really bad the performances aren't terrible except eli the performance isn't terrible the character is <sighs> i don't know well like... i don't know I, I don't know chief what do you think chief are you sure about that chief <laughs> i'm gonna cut this out <laughs> i'm gonna cut out what i said some of the performances aren't terrible um but they they end up you know, Tyler proposes. The, proposes. She's uh-huh. ecstatic. They do it in front of this very pretty waterfall. Uh-huh. Um, and then they, they end up setting up camp. And uh, do Tyler... not miss a second of the exciting tent assembling scene. <laughs> exciting. Yeah, they set up this tent. And and again, that's that's the problem. Is the movie tends to show too much. Like we are. This is a, for all intents and purposes the pre-title screen scene. Yeah, yeah. And it goes on for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I just thought they weren't going to have a title thing. It was going to be one of those like maybe at the end, just boom, big legend or something like that. Yeah. And no, it, it like for for all means and purposes, if this had more cast and crew in it, this would be the opening credits. Yeah, it was. Oh man, it it's just so slow. Uh, but yeah, they they set up the camp, and then Tyler strings up a fishing line with bells um, uh-huh. around the perimeter. Uh, apparently, he subscribes to the adventurer's approach to camping. Yeah, where you have to cast alarm every time you take a break. Yeah, like, maybe it's different in the Pacific Northwest. Mm, I... I really don't know, but like, this is, like I said, this is not a practice that I am familiar with. Yeah, I with. mean, we, I would say it's because of, of bears and stuff like that, but we have bears and wolves in our area, and I do not know anybody who does this. Right? 
Like, no, unless just... they are super paranoid. And they're usually, it's usually because they're not afraid of animals coming in. They're afraid of other people coming in. Yeah, but these people are in... They are off the grid. Oh, well, yeah, but so, at the same time, they're worried about somebody like, watching uh, Tyler piss. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It, uh, it just makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, they end up having a romantic e- evening um, mm-hmm. until Natalie hears a strange knocking in the yeah, woods. Yeah, she mentions a rapping on the door and doesn't make a reference to the raven. So that was like my first big, I am not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I knew that this was going to be a problem. Some kind of knocking going on out there. I mean, knocking. Like, like someone's rapping on a door. Maybe we're in the woods. There's no doors. Tyler's unconcerned about this, as uh-huh. you probably should be. It's just a knocking in the woods. There's all yeah. kinds of strange noises. Whatever. Uh, but he tells her that there's probably a bear, and, and then eventually the bells he strung up start jingling, and mm-hmm. that gets him to grab his revolver and head out to investigate. Yeah. Well, even before that, like one of the other sounds that the creature out there makes, he says, oh, it's probably just elk. That was not a deer or an elk. And it's like, I elk bugling sounds crazy. It doesn't sound like that. <laughs> um, he finds a fallen branch on one of the lines and is like, oh, I guess that uh, the wind knocked it down. Uh, yeah. I guess he, he also finds like a weird stack of small rocks. Yeah. Um, and like that gets mentioned later, but it never really gets no, explained. That, you get that a lot in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But, also, like one thing I do want to bring up is that like the the uh, leitmotif for the creature is didgeridoos. <laughs> I don't know why. It has nothing to do with Australia, and the didgeridoo is very much an aboriginal instrument from Australia. If you hear a didgeridoo, it means Australia. (laughs) Unless this is a lost bunyip. I don't know why these didgeridoos are here. And it's through the entire movie. Uh, (laughs) It was... It shouldn't have bothered me because I do like the sound of a didgeridoo. Well, no, I think the reason that it bothers you is because to the, um, let's let's call it the uneducated filmmaker, Uh that means native and mystical. Yeah, that's probably it. I think you hit the nail on the head there. And that in in itself is insanely insensitive. Yeah, there's some. A lot. Not not a lot of that, but enough of that. Enough of that to be grating. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Um, But we... uh, while while Tyler is out, uh, Natalie is attacked in the tent by something in the woods. She gets squatched. She gets squatched. And then we get our title card. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut to a year later where Tyler is being released from the Cowlitz County Psychiatric Ward. Right. Uh, the releasing doctor, played by Amanda Weiss, uh, has to give us, and I guess Tyler, a recap of what he's been doing going going yeah. through for the past 12 months yeah. she she talks about uh, hallucinations and bad nightmares and things uh mm-hmm. the, the things that i picked up is they were treating him for ptsd and survivor's guilt which as, makes sense yeah and and as well as convincing him that it was a bear and not 
Sasquatch. Not Sasquatch, I (laughs) guess. I don't know. The the words Bigfoot or Sasquatch never show up in the movie. No, they don't. But he's, you know, I I guess the implication is that he has, they they think he has delusions because he doesn't, he does, you know, he doesn't think it was a bear. Right. And I don't know why the idea that it wasn't just some dude, like a serial killer or something in the woods is not brought up. Even, like, I don't see why it wouldn't, he wouldn't think it was a bear. Like, he didn't see it. If the bear had, like, dragged her off, like, I, I, I don't know why he's so insistent that it's not a bear. There's nothing that shows that it's not a bear or another wild animal. Other than the bears don't stack little rocks, Chris. Checkmate. Oh, you got me there. <laughs> but uh, despite the insistence from the doctor that he's better, uh, he seems pretty delusional still. And since they never found Natalie's body, that means she's still alive, despite being in the wilderness for a year. Yeah. Survivor's guilt. It implies somebody died. Correct. They haven't found Natalie's body. If she's still out there, she is not doing well, dude. (laughs) Uh, Tyler's mother, played by a surprise Adrienne Barbo... Uh, from, you know, from, from some other classic movies, like yeah, The Fog, good Creep stuff. Show, <laughs> the, the Swamp Thing. Um, she's also the voice of Catwoman in Batman. Hell yeah, she is. Series. Like, uh, she's just in this movie. Yeah. I, um, she comes I up. I did not know that she was going to be in here. I didn't see her on, like, the, the cast listing. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, from what I understand, uh, the part of Tyler's mother was not in the original script. And was added in later, or added in late, to try to give the audience, like, a conduit into the movie. Like, I guess the voice of reason to make it sound like Tyler wasn't freaking nuts. I guess. She was written, like, Lee wrote her in late, and I guess he could only think of her to play this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she needed, like, a check to, to was overdrawn to the bank or something. Just yeah. needed the money real quick. <laughs> or she's just a real friendly person who likes I, yeah. to take up parts like this, Maybe. like somebody else in this movie. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, she she picks him up and takes him home where she has a heart-to-heart with him. And She takes him from the uh, wood-paneled uh, psychiatric office to her wood-paneled home, which looks exactly the same because it's the exact same room. <laughs> it's also the hospital at the end. <laughs> They had one room. <laughs> come hell or high water, they were going to use it. Uh, but yeah, like she she does tell him, like, the, the first line that really stuck out to me was she tells him, nothing you've said sounds crazy. And it's just like, yeah, th- that's why he spent a year in the psych ward. I've been talking about it for months, Mom. No matter what I say or how I say it, I just sound crazy. You don't, Ty. Nothing you've said sounds crazy. Yeah, because like, he sounded, like, perfectly fine. <laughs> but He it, wasn't again, shouting about Bigfoots. <laughs> but it's it's trying to establish that she's kind of an instigator here. Like, yeah. she believes him. And she very much implies that he is going to go hunt the Easter Bunny. <laughs> she, uh, she encourages him to go back to the National Park and find out what happened and gives him this story about when he was six years old hunting Easter eggs. Apparently that only time. Um, yeah, just that one time. But he, he tells her, like, oh, he apparently got so enveloped in this that he started looking for the Easter Bunny proper. Yeah. And would not stop until his dad bought a rabbit. 
and and allowed Tyler to find it, and then then Tyler wanted to know how the Easter Bunny hid the eggs and would not drop that. Yeah, and like the idea was again to show that she it's his mom trying to prove to him that you know hey you're dedicated you will not rest until you find the answers, and it's like I don't know it was... yeah it, that's it's less that and more like. Dude, you gotta go mellow sometimes, man. <laughs> you can't go this hard in the paint for everything. But um, Mom ever evidently has a box of evidence for Tyler from the police that includes Natalie's camera. Yeah. Uh, he reminisces while looking through her pictures and stumbles upon one that is a random picture of the forest with a bug shoot. Bug. Oh, words. A bug shoot. A bug shoot. Bug shoot. Booby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take a drink. Hold on. Uh, all right. Let's try that again. Yeah. Uh, stumbles upon one that is a random picture of the forest with a big... Sh- <laughs> did it again, dude. <laughs> I did it differently, though. Yeah. <laughs> stumbles upon one that is a random picture of the forest with a Bigfoot-shaped silhouette in it. Yeah. Um, it, it almost looks like the classic, like, the, the picture of Bigfoot, but even worse. Like, just, even blurrier. Yeah. And it's just standing there. Um I mean, evidently the police didn't look through the evidence very closely because this picture is not subtle. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, whatever. Uh, t- Tyler packs up and heads back to the site of Natalie's disappearance. Uh, while exploring, he sees a sign indicating that this section of the forest is private property, owned mm-hmm. by Zylon Incorporated. Yeah. Um, this gets brought up a couple times for no reason. Once more. Yeah. Not for, even a couple times. Yeah. For Once no more. reason. Um, <laughs> I can only assume it's going to be in the inevitable sequel. I hope so. Um, but he, he then finds a huge muddy footprint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and while having a sit, uh, he's being watched by something in the woods. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot O-Vision. Uh, he makes his way to the river, uh, puts his stuff down, and then goes to fill his canteen with water. I really hope Bigfoot pissed in that river. <laughs> Although he'll get his share of Bigfoot piss later in this movie. When he returns to his pack, he finds that it's missing, as is following a uh, very cheesy jump, another cheesy jump scare. <laughs> Where Bigfoot just runs in front of the camera. Yep. Just... <laughs> yep. But uh, but Bigfoot stole his stuff. <laughs> That's what it is. Bigfoot stole so... my birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's birthday present. Um, armed only with his revolver and now a rifle, uh, Tyler rushes back to his truck where he sleeps for the night. Mm-hmm. The following morning... He's Bigfoot a, fucks his car. He's attacked by something. <laughs> Bigfoot fucks his car. <laughs> uh, and then B- Bigfoot throws a rock at his windshield and rams a tree branch through the back window yeah. and then rips the driver's side door off its hinges. We um, never actually see Bigfoot. No, it's he's an invisible... He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's just, cloak mode. <laughs> yeah, he uses camouflage technology. <laughs> so, uh, t- Tyler shoots out the open window a couple times. Or, excuse me, out of the missing door. Yeah. Tyler shoots out of the missing door a couple times, which seems to drive it off. And then within minutes, another man shows up to see if Tyler's okay. trouble chief and this man is my enemy now now um there's a differing of opinions here too uh because chris actively hates this man i can't blame him penny uh considered him the comic relief he's not written to be comic relief but yeah. he is comically awful um i'm kind of somewhere in the middle like i, I can't <laughs> stand like characters who are complete dumbasses and it's supposed to be funny like that really I the thing is I don't think it's supposed to be I don't think funny. it's supposed to be but it's yeah 
but we we never learned this man's name in the movie. I don't think. I the only way I learned his name is because it came up on the subtitles. Exactly, the subtitles identify him as Eli. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they ever say his name in the movie. I don't think so. And uh, the, the the credits credit him with having a last name, which is I sure. Um, yeah, but Natalie doesn't get one. No, Natalie does not get one. Uh, she he, gets uh, Tyler's last name. Yeah, yeah. And they make a big deal about that. They do. Uh, Eli takes Tyler to his camp uh, to have a beer. Yeah, is like Eli or uh, Tyler points the gun at Eli, and Eli kind of talks him down in his Eli way, and then is like, "Oh man, your car got trashed, but better have a beer. That makes everything better. Beer in America." <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Chris, I guess I forgot to ask at the beginning. Did you also, when camping, hang up an American flag in your campground? No. Okay, that's that's also not a me thing either. Um, so, uh, we we there learn that that Eli is a poacher. Yeah. Uh, he's hunting in the during the off-season. On private property. America! Yeah. He's he's got he's got this American flag hung up in his camp and it's just I I don't know what the like the uh, the intention of this choice was but I, the, I, yeah, uh, I don't the know communication if, it gave to me was hilarious. I don't know if the filmmakers want him to seem like he's a hero character like they agree with Eli or if he's supposed to be Office Rocker. But like he's just he, there's the the huge American flag in his campground where I'm positive he Pledges allegiance every morning to it. Uh-huh. Uh, he makes a comment about kids not knowing how to do wilderness stuff in this messed up society or something uh-huh. like that. Um, no, it's... Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the intention for Eli's characterization is. No. But the 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 interpretation I took was sig- probably significantly different than they intended. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, just, I just hate this fucker. <laughs> I hate this fucker. He, I've seen this fucker in the library like every day. I hate this fucker. <laughs> Uh, Tyler asks about this Zylon Incorporated. Uh, Elo doesn't know what it is, but he does say that he's never seen their employees in the yeah. woods in all of his years of being there. I have to assume that they're trying to capture Bigfoot and do experiments <laughs> on it. I don't know. I thought they were going to go with like, a, oh, Bigfoot is the result of some sort of like That's, scientific experimentation When, when they brought that up the first time, I was like, okay, like they were dumping toxic waste here. Yeah. And it mutated which something would, into Big... A bear into Bigfoot. Yeah, which would have been... In, Something. It would have been a choice. It, it would have been an interesting it choice. It would have been a something. Instead, we never hear about the Zyline Corp no. Incorporated again. No. Uh, they are just, they're just gone. Yep. Um, and then we have two, er, the two of these guy- characters have a tense and yet very strange conversation about the happenings in the area. I watched it a couple times and I'm still not sure what the implication here is. I don't know. Uh, at some points during it, it seems like Tyler is kind of accusing Eli of attacking people and making them vanish. Yeah. But then Eli turns around and implies that Tyler's responsible. And then Tyler starts questioning why Eli is out there at all, despite the fact that Eli just told him he's poaching. And yeah, Eli it's... confirms that the by saying that the woods were never safe. And then Eli just, just decides that he wants to show Tyler something. It's, yeah, yeah. It is such a baffling exchange. I have seen and heard some things. And I'm willing to bet that you have seen and heard them too. Knocking in a night, trees that look like some oversized cheese grater has gotten a hold of them, stacked up rocks. The night my fiance was taken, I heard the knocking. I saw some rocks. 
This morning when you found me, something tore the hell out of my truck. It wasn't a goddamn bear. What exactly were you doing sleeping in your truck way the hell out here? You tell me something. You say you're out here doing some illegal hunting. People are going missing left and right. You implying something, friend? I'm just trying to figure out what makes a guy like you get out of bed in the morning. Truck your ass out here in these woods. We both know it's not the safest place to be. This place ain't been safe since long before me and mine, Chief. Come on. I want to show you something. Um, so I, I wrote down in my notes that at this point, just, Eli is freaking nuts. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is he and, is just... And then the more he talks, the more I realize that the movie doesn't want me to know that he's nuts. Yeah, no, the movie thinks he's perfectly fine. Um, like, and, this is... Everything that's happening is completely logical to the, the filmmakers. And I don't... Again, I don't... I don't know if... I'm probably the only one who picked this up. But to me, he sounded like John C. Riley doing John C. Riley's crazy voice. Yeah. Like, like he sounds like in, in uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's clearly off his rocker. Like, the voice, he sounded very similar. Like, <sighs> the delivery of his lines, even the voice matched yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But where John C. Riley in that movie had been on an island for like 50 years and was in, and was meant to be written yeah. as he was written to be like kind of off. Yeah. Off his rocker. This dude's unhinged. just an asshole. Yep. Um,. But Eli takes Tyler to a small and very easy-to-miss bone totem that is hanging in a tree and yeah. explains that it's a marker placed by the Chinook to mark the perimeter of some kind of territory. Yeah. And he, he also, like, throughout the movie, they, he implies that it's some sort of magical war. Yeah, we, we get a lot of, like, magical uh, Native Americans in here. Yeah. Without actually seeing any yeah. people of Native American descent. Um. He says that he's only been past the totems once. Yeah. That morning. And then he never elaborates on that. Yeah. It's like, what did, what did that mean, Eli? Did, did he pass them to find Tyler? Like... I, I, I have no idea. Oh, this it's movie. So... <laughs> and then and Eli just keeps using phrases that I don't think mean what he thinks they mean. Um, oh, man. I didn't... I apparently didn't write down the one that he, he said... Uh, Oh, like, he, he says something about, like, curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, they say curiosity killed the cat, like, three or four times. But it's, again, it's not even correct in the context of, like, how people interpret that saying, nor is it correct in how that saying originally yeah, was. Yeah, with the satisfaction brought him back. Like, yeah, it, it's, it has nothing to do with either of those no, sentiments. It's, it means nothing. It's so just, uh You wanted to know why I keep coming up here? I can deny curiosity all I want, but it eventually killed the cat. You know what I mean? Not really. Uh, they, they it, <laughs> it's one of those. It seems like we're nitpicking on this movie, but it's because it's all nits. <laughs> There's no hair. It's nits all the way down. <laughs> they <laughs> they return to the camp uh, to Eli's camp and find it trashed yeah, with and... a big tree trunk lodged into the the, the fire, fire pit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eli says that it's because the creature does not like fire. Yep, so better smash it with mm -hmm. log. Um, they also determine a little bit later that it's safe, because, like, Eli is convinced that Bigfoot is watching them. Yeah. And, uh, and 
Tyler is just like, listen, and you can hear birds chirping. And he's just like, that means it's safe. And it's like, oh, yeah, because the birds never chirp when Bigfoot is about. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that. <laughs> the birds are also afraid of Bigfoot. Yeah. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and Tyler keeps saying that he doesn't believe in fairy tales. Like, that's another one that he keeps saying. And it's just... But he also says that the forest is telling them that it's safe. Yes. Whatever it is, it's a ways off. Why you say that? Listen. Forrest is letting us know it's safe. Because apparently army rangers in this world are druids. Yeah. <laughs> he multiclassed me. Bad, bad druids, yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie wants to get some ideas across that it just can't seem to back up. It, it has... A million half-formed baby ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's not nurturing any of them to completion. Um, the two end up going chasing after this roaring that they hear. So apparently the birds lied. Uh, <laughs> and Tyler ends up falling into a muddy bog filled with human bones and blood. And he puts his hand directly in what I am 100% positive is Bigfoot's toilet. <laughs> There's no indication that that is incorrect. Yeah, he like falls in it and he stands up and he's just like... And yeah. he's, like all, he's super wet. And, yeah, he put his hands directly in Bigfoot piss. It's pretty gross. Um, but, oh, hey, his stuff is there, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the creature then throws a big rock from <laughs> off screen. so fucking funny. Oh, I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, <laughs> just th- fucking like, cracks Eli this, in the leg. <laughs> this big rock just flies out from off screen and just hits Eli in the leg in one, it, yeah. in one cut. Like, there's no, like, cut to, like, I, I don't know how to say it. I, I'm not a movie maker. I'm not a filmmaker, but... It's so weird that they can do this, like, they can show the rock hitting Eli in the leg, but whenever anybody has to fire their gun, they're firing it off camera. <laughs> like, the end of it is off camera, except for one scene where they don't, and it's very obvious that the gun did not fire. <laughs> um, Tyler scares the creature off and then drags Eli to safety. And it's done in this very weird montage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It, it, it was like, I think it was supposed to be artistic. I don't know. Uh, but he, he gets Eli set up and then goes to inspect his leg by <laughs> jamming his finger into the open his wound. piss covered fingers. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he, he reaches in there and I, we find out that the, uh, the bone broke the skin. Uh-huh. And he just jams his finger right in there. <laughs> let, let me fiddle around in there for a bit, Eli. <laughs> This is what you deserve. Uh, Tyler says that he needs to set Eli's leg, and he wants to go back for his stuff to do so. Uh Uh-huh. He returns to the the shit pit and finds Natalie's engagement ring, and uh, he he ends up getting his stuff before being chased away by the creature. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once again, we do not see the creature at any point. No, you get flashes of it, but it's not great. Uh, He then heads back to Eli and splints his leg. During and this, this is the point where I made a note that there was still another 40 fucking minutes of movie at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I made a note that the subtitles told me that the bee, that the sounds that we were hearing were bees. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I said bee buzzing. I was like, yep, those are bees. Definitely not flies. They're bees. I didn't see that. <laughs> it cracked me up. Like, I love um, subtitle failures. Yep. But uh, I, I guess it's point. I didn't put it in my notes anywhere, but I was reading that uh, Lee wanted to, like Lee had taken inspiration from other films 
uh, other horror films uh-huh. in that like he didn't want to reveal the creature too early. Uh, I think his, the biggest source was Jaws. Okay. He's just like, and that's why we don't see Bigfoot too much. We only get glimpses of him. But like, I'm sorry, Lee. I don't. I don't you're not you, Jaws. You didn't do it right, man. Yeah, you're not Jaws, man. I know Jaws. Jaws is a friend of mine, and you, sir, are no Jaws. <laughs> the men make their way uh, to the edge of a river and make camp. And they spend several days here. Yeah. With... What the fuck is the plan? <laughs> like, that actually made me mad. It's like, are they waiting for Eli's leg to fix itself? Is that what they're doing? Maybe they're waiting for Bigfoot to go and call for help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, guys. Guys, we got a guy with a broken leg over here. Bigfoot, you did that. <laughs> and I, do, I don't know anything about that. but <laughs> I just... just calling an anonymous 911 call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From Bigfoot. Yeah. How'd you know my name? (laughs) (laughs) Click. (laughs) Dial tone. (laughs) But uh, they they spend several days here at the edge of the river. Um, During the day, Tyler is trying to fish. Uh, And again, I mean, I guess I've never seen it. I've never seen this type of like jury rigged fishing before where he, he ties the fishing line to a like, piece I, of driftwood and tosses it out. The only time I've seen anything like that is in old timey cartoons. And it's to show that a, the person is a hobo and has no money and B it's not going to work. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And I'll, I'll admit that may very legitimately be a way to like, I don't know to, to kind of yeah. uh, survivalist fish. I don't know that part. Yeah. But judging by Tyler and Eli's survival skills up till this point and thereafter, no. I I can't, I don't think so. Oh yeah, I, it's also worth bringing up that apparently Eli is filled with orange juice instead of blood, because <laughs> that is some day glow blood that comes out of that fucker. Yeah, like they they skimped on their blood squibs for this one, and I think just tried to make it with like food coloring or <laughs> tomato juice. And to, yeah, it looks like pesto. Uh huh. It is so bad, like, and I I don't know how Tyler was supposed to have gotten his leg blood all over the front of him. <laughs> Tyler Tyler bathed in Eli's blood oh at night. I guess. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Um, eventually, though, after after several nights, it's not clear how many. Uh, and and after Tyler fails to catch a fish, they get pretty cuddly at night, though. They do. Well, you gotta cuddle for warmth. The the four yeah. fires that they put around them is not aren't gonna do it. Yeah. If Eli knew what the word homoerotic meant, he would explode. <laughs> uh, eventually, Eli implores Tyler to leave him behind, uh, but Tyler refuses because now Tyler really loves this man, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. bonded over those few nights. Uh, but that night, Eli sneaks off using one of his rifles as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning, Tyler heads off to find Eli and discovers the, br- the rifle broken in two. And then he stumbles upon the creature feasting on Eli's body in the snow. It, we hear Eli scream, and then like Tyler runs to find him, and he is immediately completely drained of blood and white and dead. Yeah, <laughs> like he went from alive and screaming to dead like that. Um, and and here I actually did want to me- note uh, this I actually found kind of interesting. Uh, uh-huh. Evidently, they filmed the the movie in an area of Washington that Lee is familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a week into filming, the state had the biggest snowstorm it saw in in thirty years. And Lee was forced to work with this and kind of inter- incorporate it into the movie. Uh, and they ended up editing the different shots to show the progression of the snow build. Okay. So, like, credit where credit is that, due. That, that makes That's sense. That's pretty decent editing. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was kind of weird when they're doing that, like, Eli and Tyler are running away with Eli's broken leg montage. 
and all of a sudden, like, more and more snow keeps building up. It's like, well, we never actually see any snow falling, so that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm willing to bet that that's why that yeah. montage felt no, that... so weird, is it was probably... Done out of necessity more than anything. Exactly. But, I mean, it was an effective... Like, the montage was weird, but I honestly didn't notice that, like, that's... Like, it didn't strike out to me as, like, oh, that must be why. Right. Um, so that was interesting. I, I appreciated that. But um, but Tyler fights with the creature for a bit, uh, ends up getting his shoulder ripped open in the process, mm -hmm. and scares it away after shooting it a couple times. And now he is full of orange juice. Yep. Uh, he stumbles away and patches himself up doing the obligatory sewing myself up badass yeah. scene. Um, and then he has this Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Predator moment as he prepares to fight Bigfoot. Yeah. Sweethearts was better. Yep. Uh, it's very it's a very similar plan, too. Yeah. Build it a really bunch is. Of, build it a bunch really of spears is. that light everything on fire. So there's very there's a lot of similarities. It's weird. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's he, a trip. He ends up going back to Eli's old camp and dousing it in gasoline uh -huh. and... One thing that I did note is that he douses Eli's truck in gasoline, and then he sets himself inside the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, earlier, he tried to find the keys to, to start Eli's truck, and thank God they didn't do the cliche, like, oh, it was under the, the visor, you know? Yeah. But, uh... We do, however, get... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, was... I had the same note here, too. Oh, I was wearing headphones. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Big mistake on my part, apparently. Yeah, yeah. he he decides that he need, he's ready to fight Bigfoot, so to draw him in, he starts honking the horn. We get a full three minutes of just honking. Yep. Right in my ears. It was bad. Like, he even props something to, to keep the horn honking. Yeah, And it yeah. is... Horns honking um, don't usually... Are, they're not usually in the register that humans, human beings are able to tolerate for a long time. Yeah, they're like, that's meant... That's kind of their design. Right. They're meant to be attention-grabbing and loud and irritating so that you see what the problem is and make it stop. Yeah, right. Um, I don't think... that They were definitely not designed to be blasted in a cinema for three full minutes. Oh, my God. Um, and eventually like and and i had that same note too like i was not using headphones and i was just like oh my god i hate this yeah i i wear my headphones anymore when i'm watching this stuff if i can get it on a streaming streaming service because i've got a set of really good headphones for my ps5 so that's kind of what i've sure. been listening to them on and oh it's bad. It, this it's was the first time, time like i regretted <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah uh he he basically honks the horn all bloody night in order to draw mr foot in uh, it eventually works, and the two do have a showdown, and the horn mercifully stops shortly after. Uh, but uh, I'm still—I was still hearing echoes of it after that, though. <laughs> like it was, yeah. oh yeah. We uh, we eventually find Tyler emerging victorious after he shoots a propane tank and then lighting the I, gas on fire. I do fire have to give him flare. credit for not having the propane tank immediately explode yeah, when I, shot. I thought the same thing because that's the same thing. kind of how every movie thinks propane tanks work. Movie and video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he, he, he shoots it and it just expels gas, propane, as very, they do. It, I, very CGI gas. <laughs> it was not, look, it didn't look good, but, uh, and then he lights the gas on fire with a flare, uh, which causes the, uh, the, the creature to burst into flames yeah. because of the explosion. Bigfoot runs off into the night all aflame. Yep. Uh, and I briefly had the idea of like, oh God, are we going to do another <laughs> do creature but on fire, fire stat block? Um, but we'll, we we'll can't keep doing it. <laughs> uh, what, we can, why is we that? can, I just don't think we should. Why is that every movie's go-to? Like, <laughs> okay, 
end of third act, light the monster on fire. <laughs> uh, the next morning, uh, a driver comes across Tyler on the road, uh, and tri- Tyler is brought to the hospital. Uh, another cool piece of information that I got is the driver is actually Scotty Maskai, uh, the guy in the suit. Oh, really? Yeah, that's he's he's uncredited in the film, but that is the, the suit actor for Bigfoot. Huh. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and then... Does that mean he got to cash two checks? I don't, he was uncredited. It's probably not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and besides, his his total like screen time on the film is like all of five minutes. It's so true. Um, but I think that like during the of course during the uh, the finale is when we actually do get to see the creature. And mm-hmm. and as far as Bigfoot suits go, there are definitely worse. <laughs> um, I personally yeah. like how hairy this one. He's is. a very fuzzy motherfucker. Like, like he's he got. There's a lot of hair, and his face is pretty grotesque looking. Yeah, you, you can see it kind of like in in between the hair. He, um, he looks like Strong Mad from Homestar Runner wearing a bear costume. <laughs> He's like a perfect cube of, <laughs> of Bigfoot. So, <laughs> He's no. very broad. He doesn't have a whole lot of neck going on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and I hate to say it, but honestly, if you want to get a good idea of what this Bigfoot looks like, look at the cover art for this movie. Yeah. It straight up shows him on the well, front. Speaking of the cover art for this movie, like when, when you're your spouse like suggested it to us. I was like, okay, that's a horror comedy of some kind. Cause I remember getting that in at work. Cause we, we, we get a lot of D grade cinema in at work because they're very cheap for us to acquire at the library. Right. And, um, we got this one in and I was looking at the covers like big legend. Okay. And it's, it's the Bigfoot in the background with kind of a goofy look on his face. Like he's supposed to be like snarling or something, but he looks kind of doofy. And then Tyler and Eli like running away. And I, it looked like uh Tucker and, and Dale. Sure. Like, it very much looked like a Tucker and Dale type thing. I was like, okay, this is a horror comedy. It's gotta be. Look at those two goofballs. <laughs> and, oh, this movie would have been so much better if it was. Like, yeah. Um, it would have been better if it was a horror comedy. It would have been better if it was about two hunters awakening to their sexuality in the forest while being stalked by Bigfoot. I uh, can't, no arguments here. Yeah, like, it was going that direction. It should have gone that direction. <laughs> it should have gone all the way in. Yeah, yeah. It should have gone all the way in. <laughs> um... But uh, but then we get to the scene that I cherish personally. Like I'm sorry, I, I okay. So this was a lot. <laughs> when Tyler awakes, uh, the nurse played by Ashley Platts uh, seems kind of catty about his ordeal and tells him that he has a visitor, and this visitor is an old man named Jackson Wells, who's played by Lance. Hendrickson. Lance fucking Hendrickson. What yeah. are you doing here? <laughs> so it, for those who might not know, Lance Hendrickson is best known as Bishop from the Aliens. Yeah. Aliens in Alien 3. Um, and he's part done of a, Alien 3. The opening part. Of part. The beginning. Where he's dead. Well, I mean, he's, he's got other parts in yeah. it. But either, either way, um, and I, I get the distinct impression that Lance Hendrickson is just, he's just a nice guy who would he, enjoy being he in He likes being movie. in genre cinema. I mean, uh-huh. he's been in a billion different movies. Yeah. And uh, this is apparently his fourth appearance yeah. in a Bigfoot movie, the others being Untold, Abominable, and Sasquatch Mountain. Um, and those are about the same quality as this, from what I understand. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot imagine why that is not, why that is the case, Chris. Yeah. Um, but he's in a wheelchair and, and uh, he kind of scoots up. And I remember typing in my notes at this point, point. this is like, uh, now he's going to ask Tyler to join the Avengers. And then he does. Yeah. He he tells that Tyler he tells Tyler that he believes Tyler's story and that he's also encountered monsters. Um and then asks Tyler to join his elite team of monster hunters. Yeah, yeah. Not kidding in this. I died. 
I like, laughed the, so hard. The whole time this was going on, I was just like, okay, that nurse is just standing there. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm letting this happen. This is the thing that's going on in my hospital. And then it turns out she's in on the whole thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. This is their fucking night nurse. That's because she's Lance Henriksen's uh, <laughs> freaking Maria Hill. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the real question. Did you kill it? I shot it, cut it, stabbed it, and I set that son of a bitch on fire. So, you just pissed it off. What the hell is going on here? We are part of a team, Mr. Laird. And I am currently recruiting. I'm sorry, Chris. I know, I know this movie is not good, but I am all here for fucking shitty cryptid monster verse. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, that could be such a cool idea, but these guys, like, they, they tease the next movie. Like, what the fuck is it called? Like... The Monster Chronicles or Monster something Chronicles, like that. that's what it is. It's like, for one thing, <laughs> congratulations on the most generic name possible. And it's just like... It's like <laughs> Tyler Laird and Lance Hendrickson's, Hendrickson's character. Eli will, will return. Will return in The Monster Chronicles. It's like, why the fuck do I care? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care about, about Laird. Like, I do not care... A single shit about this man. Uh-huh. And I just meant Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Lance Hendri- Hendrickson, I'm okay with him, though. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> best performance in the movie, hands Oh, down. Well, sure. But... <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's a low bar. Don't make him trip over it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that was Big Legend. Um, <laughs> it was something. It was a big something. So, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's it's I'm I'm again I'm sorry Penny I love you but oh man Penny not... you're I love you you're my sister you're my family this movie ate the entire asshole <laughs> like <laughs> in the bad way this was <laughs> like I said I I don't think it, it didn't you know it wasn't to me it wasn't grading there was no like like there were cringe moments uh-huh. but like I watched uh, the the movie that I keep comparing it to was The Devil Below oh, that yeah. I watched uh, earlier this summer and. I I would not be able to sit through the devil blow again. Period. Right. Okay. This one I could probably do it if I was uh, if, if I was I would, watching it with somebody, or if I had my phone out or something, I could do it. I devil had to below, keep... I would turn off the devil below if I had to. Yeah. But... I when I was watching this, like even though I was taking notes the entire time, I kept having to check my phone and like yeah. see if <laughs> did anybody text me? Please, somebody talk with me. <laughs> I am alone in watching Big Legend. This is the saddest I've been in weeks. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, it, to me, it wasn't the worst. It's not the, it's not a great, it, to me, it, it, it just, it falls in that horrible, horrible spot where it's not anything. It's boring. It's just it. like, there, it's a so much nothing. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it so bad. Yeah. Is that there is absolutely nothing going on in this movie. Right. It, it's just so much shots of people trekking through the wilderness you like and being survivalists poorly. Yeah, like 
I am better at wilderness survival than these two schmucks, and I am a small town queer. Right. Like I, I, yeah. Like I get <laughs> saying, like I get it. Like I, I am an indoorsman. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> like I am more comfortable in front of my computer than I am even in my yard. Yeah. yeah. I know. And like I'm watching this, going, you're not. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. The, like they leave fires going just all over the place, uh-huh. all over the place. This forest is toast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it's another one of those movies where it's like, if they would just fuck off and leave Bigfoot alone. The movie wouldn't happen. Yeah. The only reason this movie is happening is because they went in there and started poking Bigfoot. Right. And and honestly, like, there's even parts, like, parts of Eli's lines that are trying to imply that. Like, you broke the seal. And, yeah. Like, I, I think that, that might be the, the idea of him saying, like, I only crossed the line once this morning. It's like you were saying, like, maybe it was implying that he went to go and retrieve, you know, he went to uh, Tyler's truck. And the fact that Tyler went there at all is what caused all of the problems. Yeah. But it's not... It's never explained, and it's it's never, like, pushed on. Like, it's just kind of, like like you were saying, like half-baby ideas that are just yeah, kind of yeah. strewn about If they would have the explained anything, if they would have had Bigfoot go to a neighboring, like, stop station and eat the clerk or something, I don't know. Right. Anything that shows that, oh, no, Bigfoot is no longer contained to this area. Yeah. Like, he can go do whatever he wants, and apparently he wants to eat people. Yeah. But instead, it's just like, Bigfoot is bothering you because you bothered Bigfoot. Yeah. Why don't you leave? Right? Just also, go. <laughs> also, the whole bit with the Cylon, the Zylon Incorporated I, is just so baffling. That like, has to be coming up in, in, the, Monster in the Monster Chronicles yeah. if that movie ever comes out. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it has to. And, and hopefully it'll make... Like, maybe they'll start jumping the shark and that'll be this more entertaining as a series. Like, are, are they going to go like, fuck with Mothman now? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. Like I said, I'm all for, like, shitty cryptid hunters. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. Go but... wrestle the Jersey Devil for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's my pet, El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra! Uh, <laughs> but, um... I don't know. It's just... It, maybe, they, and maybe I'm just sorely misunderstanding, like misunderstanding maybe the logistics of everything. But like this is a national park. Uh, pretty sure you can't have private property on a national park. Like, there's maybe so it's much slightly off of the. I don't know. I don't know if they want to imply that this corporation has bought land inside of the national park. Like you need something to explain that this corporation, whatever it is, is big enough and powerful enough that they can do that. They can bribe the right yeah. people. But since it's just in a forest and one wood-paneled room, we don't ever get to see any of that. We have no idea what any of this is implying. It's just stuff. It's background stuff that doesn't tie into anything. Yeah, it's it's plot noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great way to describe it. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, Ooh, I'm I... getting heated. <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> be. Gonna... I shouldn't be. This is a dumb movie. I don't need to get heated, but I am. <laughs> I'm gonna well, get a fucking soda. Okay, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and cut there. We're going to head to head over to our crunch. Welcome back to Creature Crunch. We're yep. gonna. I got my soda. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna take this monster and just throttle him in the woods until we, we get a uh, we get a creature out of him. We're gonna shove our piss encrusted hands into the leg wound of stat blocks <laughs> and pull out some meat. Pull out a Bigfoot. 
got a big foot in my leg. <laughs> well, there's your problem, Doctor. <laughs> it's, it's like Yeti in my spaghetti. It's Bigfoot in my legoot. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, so, Chris, uh, I was in charge yeah. of making this one. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't. Because <laughs> um, if I was, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no, you probably wouldn't have. Now, come on, man. Like, it's... We're gonna have bad movies. That's I know part gonna, of the fun of this. I know we're gonna have bad movies, and like, I don't really want to get back into talking about it. But <laughs> if Eli hadn't been such a chode, it wouldn't have pissed me off so much. That's fair. But um, Eli was a big chode, which is which is why Eli is not the stat block, <laughs> and this is why we're not doing a Creeter Critter Kibbles with an Eli stat block. Yeah. Sonia, go somewhere else, please. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Um. <laughs> uh, so I had a hell of a time coming up with a name for this thing, and I'm still not satisfied. Like, I, like I, I ran through like the 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 furry guy, uh-huh. uh, big hairy fella. Um, they straight up the, call the him Big Man in the movie. Yeah, like, so that's what I named him officially as Big Lance Man. Hendrickson's nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, unless we, like, do you think we, we do you think we could brainstorm something better than Big Man? No. <laughs> So, Big Man is a large giant, uh, lawful evil. <laughs> large giant. <laughs> I know that's how it, how like they're listed in in the monster manual and stuff. But large giant is a hilarious <laughs> statement. We have to find a way to do a tiny giant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard. I have heard that there's a uh, a documentary uh, style horror movie about baby big feet. I cannot find it. I don't, oh man! Uh, the person who told me about it couldn't remember the name of it. Okay, but yeah, questing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, I made him lawful evil because yeah. this Bigfoot is clearly not neutral. He is no, actively he... hunting the people who encroach on his territory, and he has apparent apparently has laws that he has to abide by. He has to stay within this hunting Ex- radius. Exactly. I'm glad that translated. Yeah. So, no, I get that. Um, I based him largely off of a, kind of a mix between the troll stat block mm-hmm. and the uh, uh, the yeti really? stat block. Why would you ever use a yeti for a Bigfoot? Uh, it just came to me. It was just, I hit randomize. Okay. Uh, but I, I kind of mixed them together. Um, he's got an armor class of 13. He's not super hard to hit. We see him getting hit in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's chonky. I, I gave him quite a bit of constitution because it's implied in the movie. Lance Hendrickson says at the end, like, what, did you kill it? And he's like, well, I shot him and lit him on fire. And he's just like, oh, so you just pissed him off. <laughs> he he shot him, slashed him, stabbed him, lit him on fire, and like... Yeah, yeah. And, and so it's implied... Oh, he made him mad. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot is, is not killed. No. Uh, so I gave him a 22 in Constitution. This mm-hmm. is a beefy boy. Uh, and he's got 18 in Strength. Those are pretty much his only noteworthy attributes. Yeah. Uh, I gave him a proficiency in stealth because, because we never see him. Well, we never see him. It is Bigfoot, yeah. uh, but also in the movie, like he passes by in front of the camera, and uh-huh. you can see Tyler in the background, and Tyler has no idea. So yeah, um, he's got some good stealth, uh, dark vision because he hunts at night. Um, he's got some pretty low passive perception because uh, two reasons. I gave him low wisdom mm-hmm. based off of again the troll and the yeti, but also because. That freaking horn is honking all night, Ugh. and it takes him forever to find Tyler. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I don't think it's that he couldn't find Tyler. I think it's that 
he didn't really care until he became pissed off enough, like I did, to go kill yeah. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, turn Stop off the arm! Anyway, this is a quiet forest! <laughs> but I, I gave him a little bit lower passive perception because of that. Uh, or at least wisdom to imply that he has poor perception. Right. Uh, now his attributes, uh, his abilities, again, based pretty heavily off of the Yeti. Uh, right. The Yeti has the fear of fire, so does hmm. our boy. Um, the big man, if he takes fire damage, uh, he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks uh, until the end of its next turn. Yep. Um, and then, similar to the Yeti's snow camouflage, I gave our guy uh, forest camouflage. Uh, the big man has advantage on dexterity checks, stealth checks, uh, made to hide within wooded terrain. Okay. And then, the only real flavor that I could find to put into this guy was based off of Lance Henriksen's line at yeah. the end. Make it angry. Once a day. If the big man would drop to zero hit points but not killed outright, it can drop to one hit point instead, and then it gains advantage on all attacks until the end of its next turn. Okay. Pretty similar. Uh, simple. It's uh, very similar to the uh, the ability that I always forget the name of that uh, orcs and half-orcs have. Uh, yeah. I, keep, I always want to call it indomitable, but that's a different thing. No. It's, uh, it's endurance. relentless endurance. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, so yeah, I, I based it off of that, put a little bit of spin on it. There's your flavor. Uh, he's got multi-attack. Uh, big man can make two attacks with its knock around or one, a knock around and, uh, one rock attack. Uh, so the two attacks mentioned there, knock around is a melee weapon attack, uh, plus six to hit, reach five feet, uh, deals an average of 10 bludgeoning damage, and the target must make a DC 14 strength saving throw or be thrown five feet away from the big man and knocked prone. Mm -hmm. So, uh, very similar to my toss ability from the uh, right from Sweetheart, uh, the Beach Hunter. Uh, and then, of course, I gave him the rock, a rock attack, which is pulled from, I want to say, not the ogre. Hill Giant. I, I want to okay. say it's from the Hill Giant. Uh, it's toned down from the Hill Giant. So ah, another large hill. giant. <laughs> Yep. Um, actually, he's a huge... Oh, he's a huge he's giant. A he's huge. an even more giant -y giant. Yep. Uh, but he can throw an object, uh, ideally a rock. Uh, although you can substitute tree. We see it in, we we, see it in the movie. Yeah. Um, but one Not target... Not with the pinpoint accuracy of that one rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a hit, 12 bludgeoning damage. Pretty simple. Yeah. That, there's our big man. Like... Yeah, there, there's I, I not a lot you it. can do with this fucker. Yeah, Penny. Penny kept telling me that she thought that there was a, a decent amount that we'd be able to do with the uh, with the stat block, which I think she was kind of implying more of like she had more in mind the lore behind right. it that the movie implies, but never explicitly goes into. Yeah, which unfortunately, especially in the way that we're handling these stat blocks, does not translate well. Yeah, and we just we don't get enough information in the movie to do anything. We with can it. speculate, like if. If we want, if you were to use this this guy in a campaign of some kind, you could for sure bring that in, and that'd be an interesting encounter where the the party has to go into a certain area, but by passing this area, it unleashes Big Man, and he right Big Man's all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. It's but again, like I'm still torn, and, and maybe maybe this would be the good idea for our critter kibbles. Um, <laughs> okay, so let, let's talk about critter kibbles. Yeah, yeah. Um, for this one, at least. Yeah, for this one, at least. Up yes, until yeah. now, you know, we've, we've been able to shell out something Criticables like. Mm -hmm. I know with the Beach Hunter, we only had the one thing, which was adding layer actions to him. It wasn't super flashy, so it mm -hmm. wasn't super interesting. Uh, 
and it was a short episode that I want to avoid doing in the in the future. Right. And and there have been a few other episodes where we've struggled here and there to come up with things, but we've we've managed. Yeah. I can't figure out what we need to do with this one. Yeah, I, like the only thing we, that we thought of that we could do would be to light them on fire again, and we don't want to have that be our motif. our go to. Yeah, we can't we can't just keep doing that. <laughs> we can't keep lighting all these monsters on fire. <laughs> We're gonna okay. get ticketed. No, we, like we can, we just shouldn't. Um. So I and like we could make an Eli stat block. No, thank you. I don't want to. We could make a Tyler stat block. No, thank yeah. you. Like, there's nothing else interesting in this movie that would make a good yeah, critter there, There's usually something in these movies that implies e- that there's either straight up another type of monster or or something or, in there, or or it grows or yeah, or changes in some way into a completely different monster, right? Or even like with Christine, we can bring in something that's related but different, right? Right. I mean. Short of going to other bad Bigfoot movies that we don't intend on watching, and then just making another Bigfoot stat block, which to me uh, might be very, very boring. Maybe, maybe we should do just a fun mini know. little little tiny Bigfoot. But again, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense for this movie. So, no. so bear with us. Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll have something planned. Yeah, obviously, because we, I, we do these pretty far in advance. This right. is going to come out. Oh, that that Happy rem- New Year, Matt. Thank you, thank you. I was just about to say, yeah, this is this will be our first New Year episode. Um, Welcome to 2022. Um things world, are different. Yeah, hopefully the world isn't more on fire. Yeah. Can you believe that the thing happened? That was crazy. That, that thing. stuff was wild, man. That thing man. was crazy. Yeah. It was it was almost as bad, maybe even worse, but also maybe less as bad as the insurrection last year. I would hazard a guess that it was less bad than that unless we get a second insurrection at that point. Which is, I would, you know, yeah. it may have happened. I don't know. Yeah, we. who knows? Uh, we're filming this on Halloween, so. <laughs> filming, recording. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, this is, we're recording Live on Halloween. Live before a studio audience. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, I digress. Yeah. Uh, by the time this comes out, I mean, we'll, we'll be putting out a, a, a Patreon thing. Um, on the same day as this. Right. So we'll have, we'll it have figured something. Out, we got time. But we don't know what. And I'm yeah. just kind of brainstorming now. Also, we need to pad this out. This is a shorter episode. Um, <laughs> really? Like, I figured our rage would have maintained us. No, <laughs> it did me. not. It did not. Uh, we are, no. Well, it's because it's such a nothing of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they're. No, we're at to the point now. Usually, when we record, um, I record both the. Uh, I, I do the main episode and then the crunch separately. Right. Um, and I usually do the ep- the main episode is about an hour to fifteen to an hour and twenty minutes, right. and then the crunch is another fifteen. I didn't separate them this time, and we're at an hour and ten. Oh Jesus! Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this um, may just be a shorter episode. It's probably just going to be a shorter episode, but I mean, it, you're going to get some of those. But I mean, I wouldn't mind necessarily brainstorming some ideas for Critter Kibbles. Yeah. Or our Patreon. It may not even be called Critter Kibbles, depending on what we do. It'll, it'll um, yeah, Patreon bonus I mean, content. If, if nothing else, like I said, I maybe maybe we will just get really really buck wild and create our own <laughs> a bunch of little little big feet, little big little. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> How has there not been a movie called Little Bigfoot? Li- hold on. Time to research. Time to research. I have the internet. I'm a capable person. Oh no, not that. If there isn't a movie called Little Bi- uh, Little Bigfoot, uh, no. we demand compensation if it, if a movie is Bigfoot. <laughs> there. Okay. Yeah. In 1997, okay. Little Bigfoot. There was a sequel called Little Bigfoot to The Journey Home. That doesn't sound 
What? Ooh! <laughs> oh, no! All right, I've got to look that up. Hold on. Ooh! <laughs> Little big... Good God almighty! <laughs> oh, there's an animated gif! Oh, I hate it! <laughs> you said this is... Oh! <laughs> I warned you, motherfucker! Oh. Look at him go! Oh, oh no! <laughs> We are spiking all over the place right now. I don't care. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That fucker. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. It's like they took all of the worst parts of E.T. and ALF and were just like, here you yeah. go. Let's give it a man face and call it a day. Good gravy. <laughs> that thing is just oh. the worst. <laughs> Oh. Maybe that's our critter kibbles. Oh, do, oh! I, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it anywhere near our brand. Oh, man. We'll come up with something. Okay. <laughs> well, because, I mean, we, I was thinking we could do something like that. You had the idea of doing, like, discussion episodes. Yeah. Um, I think your pitch idea was, like, what qualifies as a kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, Penny had, had the idea of talking a little bit more in depth about, like, some of the meaning and symbolism mm-hmm. in, in movies. She had some really cool opinions about Sweetheart, mm-hmm. which keeps coming up and, like, really kind of refer- reaffirms my my belief in that movie being a good movie. This, yeah. this episode really put it in perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but it, I, I, know, I do really wish that I could figure out what documentary style mockumentary, movie, yeah. mockumentary that was. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I asked him. It was it was a, one of my coworkers at Walmart, and oh, well, uh, that ship sailed. Yeah, pretty pretty thoroughly. <laughs> he I told him about Creature Crunch. He was supposed to tune in and and stuff. Movie but I don't think he has about young Bigfoots. <laughs> yeah, the Legend of Boggy Creek. I know I know that already. Uh, God damn it, little Bigfoot. Seventy six percent of Google users liked that movie. 3.3 on IMDb. Oh, what does that mean? Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good. I, In all honesty, it's probably a nostalgic movie for a lot of people, and it just missed us for some reason. It, it came out in 97, so I know, it, maybe. It, but 97 was still in my, what I consider, childhood, so yeah. I don't know. But we've only padded out another six minutes. Yeah, and most of that's going to be cut. I know. This is going to be a, such a short episode. All right, let's wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> Put a bullet in this thing. So explode it and light it on fire and chase it off into the woods. I mean, again, I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have these. That's, that's there's just, gonna be shorter episodes. There's gonna be shorter episodes. There's gonna be bad movie episodes. There's gonna be movies that we didn't like that you may have liked. There's gonna be movies that we liked and you didn't like. This isn't even gonna be the worst movie that we'll no. watch because I know for like we have Deathbed the Bed that Eats on our list, and I know for a fact that that fucker's worse. So. Yeah, that's one I don't relish watching. That sure. one's good. That one's going to be a rough sit, but it's going to be so bad that I think we'll have a good time discussing it. Oh man! So, Chris, this yeah. week, this week was my pick. Uh, well, that means your pick is next week. Yeah. Uh, what are you or next two in whatever next episode is oh, your pick? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. What, what do we got? What do you got for us next? Well, we next are time? doing the '80s remake of The Fly. The '80s remake. David Cronenberg's uh, 1986 uh, remake of The Fly with um, a Jeff Goldblum, a wild Jeff Goldblum running amok, <laughs> doing science and merging himself with a big old spookity fly. 
yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one because I've only seen, like, I, I caught this movie on cable back when I was, like, yeah. a teenager, and I watched most of it, but... I, I, I fucking love it. It's so gross. Oh, I, I'm excited it's about It's super this. gross. <laughs> I, the only thing I remember is the donut scene, but... Um... Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good scene. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I look forward to that, and... Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We do yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> this um, has been kind of an off episode. But I don't necessarily say an off. Honestly, it'd probably be pretty entertaining. I'll be yeah. short. And again, I, I anybody who's a fan of Big Legend, again, I'm sorry, Penny. I love you. But uh, if you're a fan of this, great. More power to you. I'm sorry that we ripped on it for yeah. an hour. But you uh, are entitled to your opinions about this movie. We can never take that away from you. Um, I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean that you can't like it. That's just right how things are like yep. but hey again thank you so much for listening um j- feel free to, to join our patreon and uh take part in some of our fun uh extra extra episodes yeah. our critical that we discuss suggest movies that we can watch um so that we don't get kind of caught up in the weeds on stuff again <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we've got some requests we got some already, requests. so we, will, we, uh, we definitely appreciate that. Love you guys. Uh, yeah. And uh, some fun <sighs> movies. And and like I said, I, I can't... Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, even though this was a request, please keep them coming. Yeah, like, definitely. I, it, was, it was fun to not have to choose one. That and, makes it a lot and easier. I think, I think that's also the problem, is that when we're in, we're in charge, we, we're probably not going to choose the bad ones. <laughs> I don't know, because I am going to stick some horrific shit on you at some point. Okay, I'm not gonna probably pick yeah. too many bad ones. See, you're then again, I did pick Carnosaur. You picked Carnosaur, and but, but like I said, I have to apologize to Carnosaur because it was not nearly <laughs> this bad. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyways, like I said, join our Patreon. Yep. Um. Take part um, in our Critter Kibbles. We yeah. are the exclusive owners to the John Voight stat block. So far, would, anyway. If you would like to uh, to to jump in on that, uh, we would really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that we do post our stat blocks for our creatures on our Twitter. And also, they've been going up on D&D Beyond if you want to use them in their official encounter builder. Thank you, Chris. I completely spaced out that I'm actually doing those. Yeah. No, uh, I've been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I've been putting them up on D&D Beyond. And yeah, you can find uh, the link to our folder full of these stat mm-hmm. blocks on our Twitter. Uh, and uh, you can follow us at Twitter, at CreatureCrunch. Yep. Uh, if you want to reach out to us in any other way, you can email us at uh, CreatureCrunchPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, Chris, uh, anything else you want to plug or where can we find you? Uh, I don't have anything to plug at the moment. Like I said last week, still kicking around a few ideas. I might get to them once things in my life calm down as touch. Um, kind of hectic right now, but we'll get through that. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can do that at the library C, that's C-E-E. And of course, you can find me also on Twitter uh, at Danny underscore Hamsteak. Uh, you can also check out our actual play D&D podcast, uh, uh, shouting at dice uh, but which may rise from its grave at some point in the future yeah I'm hoping that by the time these episodes come out it's risen did you find the files I found some files did you I did I did you I, did. Tell me I about found that. the the last like couple chapters worth of files wow. I'm still missing a, the middle um, but <laughs> I'm, but what, depend, considering where I found those files I'm relatively positive they're on my old laptop now Okay. Now it's just a matter of affording to get the, uh, being able to afford the cable to transfer from right. that. But uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, thank you so much again, you guys. We really appreciate you. Love y'all. You and, are the best. And, uh, we you are the best you. of us. We will see you in a couple weeks. Yep, bye. What do you do?